This segment of the show contains descriptions of sexual and physical violence that may cause distress to listeners. I was just 19 and at uni, actually, when I got the call that my sister, Anne-Marie Cullerton, had been murdered. She was only 20 and she was asleep in her flat when Jonathan Bakewell broke down her back door in the middle of the night to rape and murder her in her bed. And it was a shocking, horrific, brutal crime. My name is Eileen Cullerton and I am the founder of the campaign calling for national law reform for the crime of murder with sexual assault to be made a standalone crime carrying a mandatory life sentence with no parole. Ms Cullerton started her first campaign in 2019, which called for Bakewell's parole to be cancelled due to numerous breaches. Since then, she has launched a nationwide petition and has made a submission to the New South Wales Review into sentencing for murder and manslaughter, advocating for all victims and their families. However, Miss Cullerton wasn't always a fighter. I didn't speak about Anne-Marie's murder for ever, ever. So initially, I actually, I didn't fight his parole release. I actually did something different to try to get some closure and I wrote him a forgiveness letter. I didn't forgive him for the crime because I can't do that. No one can do that. But I forgave him for the impact the crime had on me and I actually wished him well. I wished him a happy future and a new beginning, but he started breaching parole for taking drugs, the same drugs he took the night he raped and murdered my sister. I was petrified that he was going to attack again, so I started appealing to the government. However, the traction of Ms Cullerton's nationwide campaign has been met with criticism and disagreement. Greg Barnes, an Australian barrister who is also the National Criminal Justice Spokesman for the Australian Lawyers Alliance, is against the proposed legislation. Look, we're opposed to any form of mandatory sentencing because it takes away the discretion of the court, which is the best place for uh, sentences to be determined. Uh, Secondly, it can lead to injustice. Uh, In relation to this particular proposal, for example, uh, you might get, say, a person who's 18 or 19 who is then put in jail for the rest of their life with no opportunity for rehabilitation, no opportunity to come back into society. You know, that's unfair. And I think the third point we'd make is it doesn't deter. In other words, there's no issue here that says, uh, look, uh, because you're going to get life jail with no opportunity for parole, that uh, you won't commit particular offences. People don't work like that. When speaking with Mr Barnes, he emphasises the importance and efficacy of rehabilitation within the criminal justice system. The vast majority of people who go to prison, in my experience, are capable of rehabilitation, including people who've committed murders. To say to a young offender who's 19, you're going to jail for the rest of your life, is it means that they've got no incentive to rehabilitate. What you want is people, even those who've committed extremely serious offences, coming back into the community as better citizens. But when perpetrators are granted parole, what this means for many victims and their families, including Ms Cullerton, is a lifetime of emotional and physical distress. I think it just hit me. It was like Anne-Marie was raped and murdered all over again not being able to sleep at night, hypervigilance, locking the doors constantly, not wanting to be at home alone, not even during the day. And it was particularly bad, obviously, in Anne-Marie's case, because where are you meant to be safe? It really is every woman's worst nightmare, this crime. Six times he breached parole. And finally, the parole board 
cancelled his parole. But I believe it's only because I fought a two and a half year media campaign and was putting pressure on the government. It's a horrific thing for families to have to do and they shouldn't have to. That rapist murderer should be locked away behind bars for life so that the family can have some sense of peace. After talking to Ms Cullerton, I asked Mr Barnes how a sense of peace could be restored. He stressed that better support needs to be provided to victims' families, but that we also need to focus on how we can stop these crimes from being committed in the first place. The best solution is prevention. You provide uh, educational opportunities, mental health facilities, you deal with poverty, you deal with all of the factors that uh, mean that people are more vulnerable to committing offences. So you've got to work therapeutically with people in order to prevent offences happening. That is much better uh, and society is much safer than simply waiting for something to happen. However, for now, Tasmania's Attorney General Elise Archer is seeking advice from victims' families, including Ms Cullerton, as well as individual survivors to see how further action could be taken. Ms Archer states that she wants to ensure that our sentencing laws reflect community expectations and that this is a significant step in protecting Tasmanians. For Ms Cullerton, it is about setting a standard that puts the lives of victims first. In New South Wales, there is a precedent for this legislation, which is 19B, mandatory life sentencing with no parole for the murder of a police officer. The precedent is there. We can do this and it's time. What we're asking for is justice. Justice is equality. So we need to start valuing women's lives and children's lives equally to the lives of the men who murdered them. I'm Mimi Hoffman, reporting for Panorama.